0: Thank you. I took your, your noise and I said yes. I assume that was correct.
1: Yeah, it was. I clapped. Did you not hear my clap?
0: I heard your clap. Did you hear my snap? I didn't
1: hear your snap.
0: All right. <laughs> Are you snapping? Are you a poet now? I'm sna- my, my. Honestly, my other hand is in my pocket, and I can't be damned. To <laughs> <laughs> step above, just slapping myself across the face, which I have done before to start up a podcast. <laughs>
1: Wait, why do you do that? I, I just I've like Hey Andrew, do you want to start a podcast? Yeah, I do, but what would it be about? It'd be about how we clap at the beginning of a podcast. Right. Uh Andrew, you've told me you just snapped into the microphone. Yeah. Sure.
0: I follow. Like, like a that poetry makes night. Sense. Now
1: what else did you just say there?
0: Look, uh I'm gonna I'm just gonna leave the whole thing in uh so we don't have to do the bit, but uh, no, you, look, you just have to make, when you start a podcast, uh, you want to do a thing that lets you sync up people's tracks. And, uh, so that means that, uh, you need to make a big noise. That's pretty sharp. So I have on occasion, just slap myself across the face to start a podcast. I, I hit myself in the
1: chest to do like a, like that you hit yourself in the face full on. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, why not? Andrew,
0: I feel like you need to mention that one to the therapist. I need, I need a sharp, I need a sharp hit. I get a it sharp hit on my face. What your desk? I, 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 I have a noise canceller thing. I, I don't want to fuck up my recording that way. <laughs> I just, I feel like there were steps you could have taken up to the point. You know, there were, but in the moment, that's the one I thought of. <laughs> that's that's the thing that you need to know about me. Um, I'm smart, but I'm stupid. Uh, I'll have an idea when I need to have the idea, and it'll work. But I'm not smart enough to like plan for things or think of alternatives. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm s- it's just,
1: it just we go. And I'm stupid, but I'm smart. And this is why we're a team here.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
1: (laughs) We we both even each other out into this (laughs) weird halfway antagonistic cycle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a podcast idea for me, Riley? I do. I do, Andrew.
1: I I have a podcast here submitted on Tumblr uh, from from Nine of Neil's. Um, this is a podcast titled, uh, the curious case, the curious cast of Dr. Jekyll and his pod, which I think we could just shorten to Dr. Jack. We can just understand it. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde's podcast. You know what I mean?
0: Sure. That's, I mean, I feel like that's what we do a lot (laughs) now (laughs) that's interesting, (laughs) So what are the dynamics of
1: Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Mr. Hyde is like, he's the big bad one, he's the Hulk looking guy. Dr. Jekyll is like, uh, I'm 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 smart, but I'm 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 timid.
0: So that's that's the thing, is that uh in the in the book, it's just like there's a dude named Mr. Jekyll who's like, I'm pretty sure I go out at night and beat the shit out of people. I'm like 90% sure it's me, but it doesn't feel like me. Because I, it's an I, allegory for alcoholism, right? I'd probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Honestly, I it's I read it in high school. I don't know that we talked about that because <laughs> high school, they're not really digging deep into like, yeah, it's about it's about alcoholism. But like, like this,
1: this is like the Hulk.
0: <laughs> yeah, every every I feel like every adaptation of it is just like, yeah, you've got Doctor Jekyll, the mild mannered guy, and then you've got. Mr. Hyde, the big <laughs> gnarly man who beats people up and like grows three feet, and I do feel like the whole point of the book is that it like not even just in the actual fiction of the thing, it is the same guy. Well, like, I, the whole point is it, that like the same man is capable of both.
1: Yeah, yeah. He well, he and he transforms or or what what have you. I guess yeah, his I, arm turns
0: into a rail gun and he can start firing <laughs> on Victorian peasants. <laughs>
1: That's what scared them so much is that he mm-hmm. had a Tommy gun. Yeah, what? is is all he did? Beat people up? I he, I was I was under the impression that he might have done something more, but he's just like
0: going out and just like rough like ruckusing people. He probably look. I, it's been a while since I read it. He probably killed people. I I would assume that he beat them up real bad. Um, but I don't I don't remember all the specifics. So I'm sure that some. Someone out here reading reading their Dickensian literature is going to correct us on Twitter. Or probably yeah, co-host. correct us that by feels letter like and carrier
1: pigeon. So, like, what does it matter? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do feel like co host is where we would get critiques that we're not doing an adequate reading of Dickensian literature.
1: <laughs> That's why we're not there anymore.
0: If I had to, like, really piece together which online spot I think would do it, it would be there. <laughs>
1: Well, since neither of us are read or learned
0: individuals, do you have a different idea for me? I do. Uh, This one came to us from Sparky Upstart a little while ago, and they sent in uh, the Podcast Minds Junior novelization. (sighs) The pod. (laughs) Hmm. How do we do? We've we've talked before. There's not really a, a huge market of podcasts for kids. Is there a market of podcasts by kids? I can't imagine. That sounds terrible.
1: Yeah, because like I guess you you essentially like require parental oversight and if a parent is making you podcast, that's like a worse version of like a Hollywood child, right?
0: I'd rather get beaten than be forced to podcast by a child <laughs> by an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so when I was a kid. I, I, here's the weird thing about Andrew's upbringing. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I was not raised evangelical, but I assumed that I should have been. And so I like, what does that mean? My, my parents weren't super religious. Like my mom, you know, my mom took us to church. My dad came whenever we sang in the choir, but like, wasn't a religious person. Um, Mm -hmm. My mom was fairly religious. I think that she... My understanding of my mother is that we used to go to church and it was kind of more of a social thing for her. And then as we kind of grew up and aged out, I think that she got a little bit more devout. And like, as she had to find reasons to be in the church that weren't her kids, she kind of opened herself up up more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we were never like... And and this is a, a this was in a Presbyterian church that was very, like, very chill, um, really laid back. Uh I I a lot of my feelings about religion come from my actual understanding of that church nowadays, which is a very laid-back place where I just appreciated all of the messaging, but never had the faith. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where my view on religion is, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, um, and so, but when I was a kid, I grew up in Kentucky and I knew like evangelical people around me yeah. and I went to Catholic school for a little bit. And so I was just like, ah, well, I've got to be not Catholic, but I guess like the other guys, but everyone around me is talking about religion. So like, I should probably care about this. <laughs> and so I read the left behind books. Do you oh. know what those are?
1: i I it sounds so familiar to me oh it is exactly what I thought a small group of survivors is left behind after millions of people suddenly vanished and the world is plunged into chaos and destruction
0: yeah uh, it's about the rapture when uh you know God calls his chosen back up to to heaven or whatever however you want to spin it um so those are books that I read when I was a kid when I probably should not have been reading them but what I also read is that they had like left behind books for babies the junior novelization of left behind about groups of teenagers that were like but sure does suck that our parents were religious enough to get raptured we should and- be christian now too yeah, but the boat's
1: already left at that point kid are people like st- is it like a running tally is it if you achieve a rapturable level you're raptured or is it
0: the thing you need to know, okay the th- <laughs> the thing that you need to know about Armageddon based Christianity is yeah. that uh it doesn't make any sense. Uh, there is no logical through right. It does <laughs> not conform to any um any understandable or or any recognizable understanding of the body or the soul or personhood.
1: The Holy Spirit,
0: yeah. It doesn't it doesn't <laughs> uh conform it doesn't it doesn't lend itself to any of those okay so that's that's step one doesn't make any sense throw your logic out the door gotcha step two so it basically you get into the thing of we are christian people trying to write a book about um the people left behind after after the boat has left and I think that you're the more right in that once the boat is left, the boat is left. Yeah. Um, these are just a group of people left behind to deal with Armageddon as it, as it plays out on earth post rapture. And it is
1: Armageddon, right? It is is four horses kind of shit. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Capital a Armageddon. Okay. Um, and the, the, (laughs) the way that it all plays out is like, great. We're the new Christian leaders. We've all found Christ post rapture. Uh, which is still a good thing because being Christian is better than not being Christian. That's kind of the whole worldview. Um, But also we're the ones that are going to fight against the antichrist, which is a little odd when you consider the fact that like you'd think that everyone would be on that side now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially once you see the the antichrist. However, I figure that there's no way to, beat the antichrist that's kind of the shtick right like if the antichrist was an overcomable evil then like
0: (laughs) it's kind of lost its power right as an adult uh that is that is kind of the thing that uh doesn't really work about those books is that uh it is just a bunch of books based off of a book that's already been written it's called revelation in the bible you heard of it how does the left behind series end they, they probably all go to heaven and, and I don't know. The satisfying know, I never got the conclusion
1: of, of the seven years of tribulation covered by the left behind series portrays the return of Jesus to earth in both glory and judgment at the height of battle between the forces of evil gathered at Armageddon and the remaining Christian believers.
0: <laughs> so that's the thing is that the whole point is that Jesus is going to bring his guys up with him and then everyone's going to chill with Jesus. And I mm-hmm. guess... It really depends on which crock of bullshit you believe. Some people believe that you will come back down, and some people believe that you'll just regain human form just out of nothingness. Some people believe that you will be put back on the earth in your own body, which is why it is uh, uh weird uh that in you know it's why people don't like uh give organs in some cases uh-huh. or like adamantly refuse being uh um charberry what's the what's the word Cremated Cremated yeah uh, because they don't want to come back to earth and be like oh man now I'm a bunch of ash in the wind
1: now Andrew you read yes. these books and I read <laughs> I, I read his dark materials <laughs> which is about a couple that gets so divorced that they kill a kid to kill God eventually
0: <laughs> those books are probably better than Left Behinds and they're certainly better than the junior novelization of Left Behind. So I want st- to I want to focus harder on this le- I want to make sense hi
1: w- welcome to cast behind the left behind recap and entry Re- and and mythology breakdown podcast so we now know that, <laughs> that after 70 years in the in the novel glorious appearing the end of days uh huh <laughs> jesus comes back gets it all settled so we know he checks in do we think he checks in every seven years or do you think boat leaves once and then he gets there he's like ah dang
0: i gotta go back boat leaves once he comes back seven years later that's 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 the that's the just how the cookie crumbles it's laid out in in the bible is it laid out in the bible it's all metaphor and abstraction but yes (laughs) he'll come back Here's the thing. I I have all of this still in my head. There's no real use for it. Um, I don't enjoy or believe any of it, uh, but it's all still here, which is really how they get you. Um so I'm it's on. the worst thing about me where I'm just like, if I could purge half of this just to put like uh, the names and faces of my coworkers, um, things like that. <laughs> like I would love a lot of people are just like, boy, I remember old television theme songs. And I'm just like, I remember the book of Revelation.
1: I am right here reading the Wikipedia article for Glorious Appearing. The End of Day is the 12th book in the Left Behind series released in 2004. Yeah. And I've scrolled down to the characters section um can i read to you the number one character the first character listed raymond smith jesus christ
0: okay that'll do it <laughs> and then the second one it's is raymond the antichrist Steele, actually
1: yeah jesus christ antichrist hey parenthesis nicolai Car- yeah uh the false prophet satan and then i believe you meant rayford Steele.
0: i did i say raymond You did? I meant Rayford Steele, and then uh, he's got a buddy, Buck Cameron. But if I remember right, Buck might have died before then. Cameron Buck Williams confirmed dead and resurrected in this book. Resurrected? I never finished the series, yo. Montgomery Cleburne Mac McCullum. I remember Mac. Enoch Dumas. Uh Uh-huh. Dr. Shame Rosenwig. It's Haim Rosenzweig. It's uh it's uh, it is a evangelical Christian saying what would a Jewish person's name be? Oh <laughs> Leah Rose, George Sebastian, Mrs. Wade,
1: Eliezer Tiberius, Naomi Tiberius. I don't Lionel. like that
0: I recognize all of these names.
1: Lionel Whalem, Priscilla Sebastian, Kenny Bruce Williams, Gustav Zuckermandel Jr., aka Zeke
0: or Z. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. These are my guys. These are are my Donatello, Leonardo, Raphael.
1: (laughs) Here's a list of the recently martyred for you Uh, Dr. Sion Ben Judah, resurrected in this book. Chloe Steele Williams, resurrected in this book. And Al B, resurrected in this book. Cool. Resurrection, Uh, reception, sorry. Um, Bad, it says. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Olson also argues that the plot and details of the Left Behind series are similar to and possibly plagiarized from the Rapture novel 666 by Salem Kirbin.
0: I'm going to give a little bit of a pass to that because all Rapture books is the same because they're yeah. all based <laughs> on the Bible.
1: It actually plagiarized a little guy you might know by the name of John. I yeah, don't know who yeah. But- mm hmm.
0: yeah revelations. i i, I the, the, this is my secret shame i don't have a lot to like even say about these except like yeah the books are bad and present a bad theology i regret <laughs> having read them and i still remember too much about them
1: <laughs> so the anime adaptation andrew who do you have voicing uh who do you have voicing you have been forced at gunpoint to make me left behind anime adaptation and they're like who do you want to voice rayford steel andrew
0: i don't i'll be honest with you i don't know anime dubbers i don't know anime voice actors i'm gonna i'm gonna if, if i have to go down i'm gonna bring down our friends with us max is uh voicing rayford Steele. <laughs> Friend Aaron is gonna voice uh Buck Cameron. <laughs> oh. honestly, you could make a decent game show category out of a uh, male porn star or male character in a left behind novel.
1: <laughs> if you weren't on the the cash cab segment, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he has a whole Wikipedia article. I'm like the tribulation force.
0: Riley, hey Riley. Yeah, I love you. You are a f- person that goes down a lot of uh, a lot of uh, hyperfixations and jumps the It's to not going to be a long behind time. series. I do. I need you to not. I need you to pull back and just not look any further into the Left Behind series. He obtained Air Force ROTC scholarship. To attend Purdue I looked up an audiobook. He attended Purdue. Who? The author? No! Rayford! Ray- <laughs> he got an ROTC scholarship to Purdue. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> Andrew, you don't have to you don't have to
1: worry about me getting too into this because I am uh I'm still in a in a Zelda mindset, a Zelda state of mind. And I remember that I was like our fr- our mutual friend Marn. Uh mutual friend's an incredibly funny way to describe Marn for some reason. Yeah, it's <laughs> our if,
0: mutual friend. I remember Marn. <laughs> as if you don't know Marn.
1: <laughs> our Mar- our friend Marn loves Mario lore. And I, I, I was like, that's odd. And then I remembered that I am a freak for Zelda lore. And I forgot that. I forgot how much I care about, like, the Rito and the Zora and the Gorons and all that shit. <laughs> and I have been, like, just deep in the fucking muck going through all the different tidbits and just
0: piecing them together for fun. Yeah, no one's uh, more sufferable online than people that care deeply about the Zelda timeline. Good, good on you. For what Love it's to worth, to follow you down this path,
1: I'm not on. I'm not online in the main way anymore, so I could be as insufferable <laughs> as I want. I'm no longer guy on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just guy in your Discord chat that won't shut the fuck up. And people go,
0: "Hey, should you make a channel for this?" <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was thinking maybe you should have a thread for this one, Riley.
0: <laughs> hey, Riley, could you just start a thread that's, uh, can I just cask of Amontillado you into a side Discord server?
1: <laughs> Come in here, there's a ton of people that want to talk about the ins and outs of the different golden goddesses of Hyrule. Yeah, people just would love right over to there.
0: contemplate the Zora over here. <laughs> Hey, Riley, do you know what it says happens to the hero of time at the end of Twilight Princess? Come over here to this Discord server. I'll tell you.
1: (laughs) Oh, gee, I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, fuck.
0: Riley, do you have a different podcast idea for me?
1: Uh we never did podcast for kids. We would write to. Live. We left that behind. After the don't pod.
0: don't we this? I I tried to steer this plane multiple times, much like esteemed pilot Rayford Steele. Uh, but <laughs> you just kept pulling things in a different direction, much like my uh, my my uh, attendant Hattie Durham would do. Um, did did he fly a fighter jet against the armies of Satan? <laughs> probably he he (laughs) flew commercial so he probably ended up flying fighter jets (laughs) let's fucking go dude (laughs) let's not uh hit me with a podcast idea oh as you mentioned the cask
1: of amontillado i must bring up this uh, suggestion again from nine of neos that is the podcast of dorian gray
0: Mm.
1: andrew you're familiar with uh mr gray correct are you, I actually am enough because a podcast I listened to called, uh, I think I'll reboot this. I'll reboot that, which is just like a rebooting shit podcast, podcast, open domain. They just go through and they're like, Hey, uh, how would we do a Dorian Gray series? Or how would we do this? Okay. But I, Dorian Gray. He's a he's a, a dude. He's like lived for a very long time. People go up to his attic, see a painting, and it's him, but like fucked up and super old. And yeah. like instead of him getting older, the painting gets older. And then uh, they break it. And then Dorian
0: dies. Yes. <laughs> so this they, is a podcast that keeps us young.
1: This is a podcast. That- <laughs> I guess that keeps us young that it's one way I don't think either of us care about aging in that way though you
0: know what I mean I, I got a need that tells you I certainly do <laughs> okay because
1: <laughs> I was gonna say I think
0: what the both of us care more about is the cloud Andrew. <laughs> Look, and if I, I knew how to make a podcast that would get us clout, I wouldn't be co-hosting the podcast. to <laughs> Skull in there, but for the grace of God, go we. Well, what I'm saying, Andrew, is this is a podcast where every time that we would be, we would be struck down.
1: Every time that we move further from the 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 the, the light that would shine upon us, oh, uh, episode gets released in this feed, and it's all of our bad takes, all of our worst takes. It's just a quiet feed somewhere that keeps us marketable. You see.
0: This is a podcast feed that serves as a sin eater. What if, what if our private Twitters were a, a podcast feed? <laughs> okay, this is a, look, I got to get this out. Uh, here's here's where I'm going to go and just start bad-mouthing people.
1: <laughs> this is where I'm going to name the names. I'm going to give the dates. I'm going to read through the Discord chats.
0: Just log on here and be like, hey, I need people to stop saying the phrase serving cunt it wasn't that funny the first time it's not that super interesting of like a piece of lexicon and nowadays people are just like serving cunt but on public transportation and it's like what the fuck are you talking about somebody you did- can say that you looked good in a selfie you could just say words you're allowed to just say what you're doing <laughs>
1: <laughs> Andrew, i saw you complaining about this earlier today or not just this but like the and i saw multiple people go like oh like we have gone beyond making jokes and now the meme is just like hollow uh, uh algorithm bait and this is again a thing that i had not been privy to
0: Andrew, what's happening on twitter this week that's it everything's just algorithm bait it's just <laughs> the bait post site now like it, it's always been a bit of like Damn, y'all remember Gushers? And then <laughs> you could quote tweet and be like, "Hey, they still make Gushers." But like that's part of what they're kind of hoping on. Mm-hmm. You know, half people say like, "I hate Gushers," uh, half of people say like, "I love Gushers," and then some people are just like, they quote retweet it and say, "Buddy, we have Gushers," and that's how it spreads. <laughs> they are real. <laughs> Like that—that's always been a thing on 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 mm-hmm. Twitter uh, and on it the internet as a whole. Retweet like,
1: this with your most controversial take.
0: Yeah, now that now that there is a for you page that just like will serve all of those in front of you, the website's just bad. It's just worse. I don't have to tell you. Every week you're just like, "Hey, is there something interesting?" And I'm like, "Oh no, it's just the slow. This is just it's just the painting getting older."
1: Well, Andrew, this this is actually a this is actually a suggestion that is based off of a post here in the uh, in the Discord by Zeddy Teddy, uh, a two thousand two hundredth episode special where Andrew deletes his Twitter on stream and finally f- frees himself. I'm just trying to push us closer, and closer to that every day.
0: I look if I didn't have a Twitter account where a lot of people followed me, that I could spread the work that we're doing. If I didn't have that I would have been long gone yeah, i you, I'm, I'm not enjoying I I right now I've got two Twitter feeds I've got my public Twitter feed that I don't check and I've got my private Twitter feed that I actually talk on uh and that's just kind of where I, I'm I'm my public Twitter feed is now my work that's my work I, Twitter
1: i I highly suggest if you just had a two column tweet deck I haven't looked at Maine in months at this point. And I, it's no,
0: I need to look at Maine so I can see like, the tweets I need from other people. You can f- just follow those people. I d- right. Which is what I do on lists. I have... <laughs> Riley, I don't know if you know this. I run a podcast network and so I have to stay abreast of what other people on the network are doing and retweet their stuff. That's since funny. one of the people that runs the podcast network up and left. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i up and left <laughs> you've cask of amontilladoed me into twitter i'm cask of amontillado youing into hey just please stop talking about zelda for the love of god for the love of god Montresor.
1: i want so badly to see people talk about zelda i miss it i like feel like i'm going nuts nobody's talking about zelda to me and i want so
0: badly riley everyone is talking about zelda i can't look at tiktok without it being zelda i can't look at twitter without it being zelda everyone is talking about zelda you're the only person that's just like i'm covering my eyes and i see no posts why isn't anyone talking about zelda (laughs) it's an absurd situation i know but it is truly what's happening (laughs) the situation is not what's absurd here riley (laughs) i got a podcast idea here for you yeah This one comes to us from our good friend, Cello Buster, who says, Cod pastors. What was that? Cod pastors. Cod pastors. Yep. Fish priest. (laughs) What do you think fish theology is based on?
1: Okay. Okay. What do we think? Well, obviously, it is, uh, I think it's, I think it is based on, there is like a, I think fish are, have a single deity, right? Okay. Or like a single representation of a deity. It is someone that they, they fear. They've got one of those kind of like controversial, like, like, oh, like terror is the right way to revere your, your God. Right.
0: In, in the same way that like, uh, Christianity has a cross, which is like, on one hand has become nice, but on the other hand, if you look at it, it is just like we put a torture device up as our <laughs> the symbol. It is of our faith, a big fuck around right? and
1: find out, isn't it?
0: Yeah, like do you think that fish are just like, yeah, we worship the hook?
1: The hook <laughs> well, Andrew, gives us
0: worms, but also don't bite down too hard or it'll get you.
1: I think that is the that is the thing, is that they, they are they know their God will offer them offer them snacks. Uh, and mm-hmm. also that they're <laughs> They call that Eucharist. Go on. And also, also that women want their god, but fish fear their god. You see, those are the two central tenants. Those are the two major tenants. Women want him, fish fear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Great. So we're going to do a religious podcast just giving uh, t- testimony, giving giving uh, faith talks, doing scripture. and uh, Doing and, sermons. Uh, that, sermons. I
1: told you I wanted to be a preacher when I grew up, right?
0: Yeah, I did too. And then I realized what that would mean.
1: Yeah. Like six through ten, I was like, that's it. And what really I wanted to do is just have a crowd of people's attention. And <laughs> so that's why I'm here now, listener. every single one of these fuckers is me doing my my tight five while you send the kids off to the back room to do like their fucking studying and the rest of you have to sit here and listen to me like I was I was walking down the street late one night when I saw a a divine sight or whatever it's just me changing the words to monster mash.
0: I okay I was gonna say it sounded (laughs) like you were talking about the fucking monster mash but I didn't want (laughs) to say it (laughs)
1: Can you imagine if you were like the moody team in the
0: room and you were like clock
1: your preacher was doing monster mash?
0: Pretty sure this one was doing monster mash about Jesus.
1: <laughs> Mom? Mom, cute was were they did you notice anything weird today? <laughs> he hey kids, his, you want to
0: know who else was a real graveyard smash? And by that I mean he smashed his way out of a graveyard. Why? it's your friend and mine jesus christ
1: <laughs> Smashed his way out of his graveyard he did not get smashed in a graveyard he did not fuck in a graveyard i promise no. you. i went to like when i was in high school i went to rock camp right which is like a rock and roll two-week camp where you got in a band you played music you played on stage after the end of two weeks right
0: i saw the and disney documentary about that place different thing came
1: out later um <laughs> But the place that they rented space from was a church because churches are community centers. You could rent that space. And it was one of those rock churches, you know? You know what I
0: mean? I do know what you mean. Non-denomination. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And
1: like, we would all hang out there and none of us were godly folk and it wasn't a godly situation. <laughs> but <laughs> I sure did learn to play a lot of tool music while in that church because <laughs> it's a very like would you believe the kids who want to play music in middle school tend to either be like i'm gonna get really into rock and roll or i'm a metalhead."
0: right <laughs> you're out there i want to praise you like a like i am faithful i want to worship from the inside
1: i think we full on just played sober by tool like uncut and <laughs> unedited just done da- done da- dun, like Fucking
0: ruled, but in their
1: uh in their cafeteria because we'd eat lunch every day, they had a fucking a arcade cabinet of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker.
0: Huh? It's
1: it was it was wild to me because a I've never seen an arcade cabinet of that game, and like and b yeah, I in, didn't
0: know that existed.
1: Incredibly, uh, you do not know the game Michael Jackson's Moonwalker existed. No, I know
0: the game, I just didn't know it was an arcade machine. Yeah.
1: Like to me, the thing that weirded me out was more felt like an incredibly like it felt like a uh, way too on the nose to be in a church. I get that. It, it felt like if I had explained it to anyone, then they would have thought I was lying. But it's it. it, it <laughs> I learned a lot in there. But I've been to this rock and roll church. Was the was the 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 main part of this? So I wanted to ask you, what is the worst church you've ever been in?
0: Who uh, worst church I've ever been I guess to
1: more, more importantly, do you have like a grading? Cause I have a grading tier for churches, right? I have like a list of the churches I've been to in my life and whether or not I give a shit about them in post. Uh,
0: I mean, I don't necessarily have that. I do know that like, uh, I've hated every Baptist church I've ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> um uh that's kind of the beginning and end. Like I grew up in Kentucky. That was kind of what you had around you. Mm-hmm. Um and Baptist around-
1: churches are these like kind of like are like they are their own impressive looking buildings to me.
0: Ba- yeah, Baptist churches are very they're very um of the people, derogatory. Uh, like, we had a Baptist church near us whose biggest, like, claim to fame is that their pastor was self-taught. Now, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I was a kid, and I was like, no, wait a minute. What do you... Here's here's the deal. I I have my ups and downs with religion. That's be- I was about to say that's between me and God, but that's a little bit <laughs> uh, on the nose. Um, but, like... I, as a kid, I was very lucky in that, like, when I grew up, the church that my parents went to, um, they chose it early. And then I, we, as pastor cycled through, um, the pastor that, like, came in as the youth pastor while I was a youth in the church um, was a guy named David, who uh, you might know as the officiant of my wedding. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, David is fluent in multiple languages, including like Hebrew, Greek, um, like the, the <laughs> he can read the original Bible. You know, like okay, yeah, maybe yeah, not yeah. specifically, but like you know, he's like, yeah, I've looked at it from these multiple angles. I can tell you, like, you know, I've actually done the work, done the research. Theology is am.
1: his craft; it is his study,
0: exactly. Um, and then down the road from that church was a church with the pastor who was Mm self-taught the Bible. Gotcha. And I was like, I, I, maybe I'm just a anti anti anti-intellectualist, but like, I feel like I'd rather go to my guy than that one. (laughs) There's a lot of people that are like, this is better because it's a personal connection to a book. Uh, and it's a book that lets me hate whoever I want. So, um, That's kind of where my takes on the worst. Yeah, I can tell you the worst churches I've been into. uh, They they exist to do hate crimes.
1: Well, Andrew, this was a lot less fun of a conversation than I thought of. (laughs) Because I was just going to talk about like a shitty little like modern church that didn't have the cool stained glass or cool walls in it.
0: Oh, if you just want to talk aesthetically, every, non-deno- every non-denominational church sucks. Uh, both, <laughs> both in that, uh, which is the kinds that you're talking about, the rock churches that are just like, yeah, we're not your regular churches. We get to play guitars. Also, we don't like gays either. <laughs> Kentucky's a hell of a place. I just want to go to a fish church, I think. I could go to a fish church. Wait, which kind of fish churches do you mean? Do you mean the ones that have the fish drawn on the outside of the church, or do you no, mean the ones, I mean the the fish ones fries?
1: That, are, that are that are sponsored by Fish the Band? I don't want a ten-minute oh. conversation. <laughs> I want a ten-minute guitar solo in the middle of the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I ho, I ho.